It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hello, I'm John. And I'm Matt. And welcome to the final Gen Con edition of Friday Night Games podcast this week. I know we missed yesterday, but Matt had in a little Matt had a, a little emergency that he had to uh, deal with. So, um, Matt, how is your dog doing? Uh, so let me just say she's fine. Um, she has one eye <laughs> before <laughs> this, <laughs> and she really likes eating cigarettes off the street. So you can tell she's gonna have problems later in life, you know. <laughs> and she's old, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad she's doing all right. Yeah, she's fine. So, so we didn't get a chance to record yesterday. So we'll be going over uh, the last two days of Gen Con. Um, so Matt, I know you mostly demoed games the last two days. Yeah. So, so Saturday I had five demos, which you know are, are significantly longer, an hour to two hours. And then on Sunday I had three, uh, about two hour demos. Nice. And I know that you were demoing three games that I was particularly interested in. Oh, which, uh, which ones were those? So there's one that I'm, I want to back on Kickstarter, but I haven't yet because I wasn't sure. So that one is The Night Cage. Okay. So that's by Smirk and, and Dagger. Yep. Can you tell me about that one? A little bit. Well, what do you know and, about it? And should I and should I back it? All I know is like it's a No, nope, stop. It's a, we got we got uh, <laughs> we should just roll with it. We kept it in the last one. Well, it's pretty loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, we should also know that this is a uh, this is gonna be a non-cuttable one. Usually we cut out the sub pump, but <laughs> today we're not <laughs> for due to like uh, amount of effort. That's all right. So Night Cage. Okay, uh, what do you so know about it? What do you know about Night Cage? I know it's like a tile laying exploration you're like exploring something and it's a horror bait theme based game um i think you have like some sort of candlelight limited light to look through things um it just looks really nice and uh i've been seeing a lot of hype about it on on the on the social media so yeah it's good it's good um you're a character you wander around a map with a candle and the candle illuminates the tiles that are you know uh, above, below, and left and right of you, and I think it's minimum four players. So even though we were playing, we I demoed it with three, and they had a kind of a, a shared player that we would pass the player marker around for, who was the fourth player. Okay, it was really cool. It was uh, neat. It, it it was simple, and because it was so simple, it was fun. Uh, nice. A couple notes about it. It was a hour and a half game, which I feel like it would be a lot quicker if you had the manual dexterity of your fingers. And yep. the win rate of the game, the win rate is 30 to 40%. Okay. So how do you think we did? Uh, 27%. <laughs> no, we won. In oh. fact, in fact, we got to, this is just a really cool note, in the middle of the game, uh, the gentleman who was demoing it, I forgot his name, uh, he he's like, we've never gotten to a point in the game where it has gone down to like all four players are in the corner of the map. We needed the perfect tile to be pulled out just so we could get to the uh, end. Nice. And we got it. And we're all just like, 
I'm like, oh yeah. And there's a surprise that like this has never happened. And I'm like, well, you know, it's just playing games with me. <laughs> <laughs> I although although like so the the one thing I really liked about it was the fact that your candle goes out, you can relight your candle, so it is a co op game. Um the one problem I had with it is that if someone in the game room, which our game room was not, if someone is a controlling player, you know you know how those people could be, they can like kinda tell you how to make your moves and stuff. Right. I don't like playing those people, but luckily my gaming group was not like that, but I can see how it could be bad with that. Okay. And and we played the basic version, so it only had the very basic monsters, which attack up and down, left and right, as long as the paths are, are crossed. Um, and then they've added in more monsters to the Kickstarter. I guess they have, there's a, like a monsters nine tiles big or something that they added, which is pretty cool. Nice. And I, I guess I missed the one part of the mechanic too, is as you travel... You can tiles get drop off the map, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would. Um, okay. So, is it something I might back? No. But is it something who's looking for like somebody who's looking for a little lighter but still strategic and really fun co-op game? Yes, I would say back it. But cool. Yeah. Nice. I, but I rather I. I must say, I really like Hex Hex Dex. <laughs> I'm oh, that is game. by the same, uh, the same company, right? It is, yeah. So I like yeah, Hex Hex Dex better. That game is a lot of fun. But they're completely different games. So, Okay, makes sense. Uh, and then one that we've been looking at since it was announced as a Spiel de Jar game, My City by Cos- uh, Tames and Cosmos. Or Cosmos. Yeah, so what do, you, one, wh- I've been, what do you know about that? I just know that I can't get it in Canada yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I also know that. I knew nothing about it. I didn't see any playthroughs, and I don't really like watching reviewers go through it. So I like I like hearing the the game companies more hype it up. <laughs> yeah, I I know that it's uh it's a legacy game. What's going on? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I know it's a legacy game. And uh, you're laying the uh, the ever famous polynominominos mm-hmm. uh, down, and you're and you're trying to build a city. I don't know. That's all I know about it. So it, it's actually really simple. Um, you're trying to lay polynominominominominos down. They're not Tetris pieces, <laughs> as told to us. They're tetrabinos, but whatever. You're, you're you're laying Tetris pieces <laughs> down on a map, and um, you can score points for as many trees that are exposed. You get points for as many rocks exposed. You get negative points. The cool thing is that it uh, handicaps the winner. So if someone wins, they actually get a handicap on their map. So they get like an extra rock, Okay. which actually kind of has this like catch up mechanic, which is really cool. So it lets someone who may not be, you know, so like if you're learning the game, you're not as good as someone who might pick up on it right away. You can actually catch up to them. So at the very That's end, cool. so at the very end of the campaign, everyone could be even, unless someone's just like landsliding everybody, and it doesn't matter to that person. But generally, everyone can catch up, which is really neat. Um, the cool thing that I really liked about it was how quick it played. You you draw a card, and then the card shows you a tetramino, and then you play the tetramino. And if you can't play a tetramino, you flip it over and lose a point. So it was really okay. quick. Like they're like, oh, it's like a. I think they said it was an hour and a half for three is like a half an hour per game and, and a campaign or like a, like a story arc is about three games and then the game kind of changes. But what was really cool was just how fast they played it. I'm like, wow. Like 
you know, they're demoing it, but I'm like, you know, this game, like they say 30 minutes, but I feel like Cosmos is pretty, pretty good about how they, they give time as in like, yeah, it's yeah. probably 30 minutes if you're learning and trying to get through. But honestly, I immediately saw it a play and I'm like, you know what? This game could probably be played in like 15 if you know what you're doing. So I was impressed and I can nice. see why it's a huge family game and why people love it. Nice. And I know that like once the, once the legacy game's done, I think like the board flips or something and it's a little bit of a different game or something like that. I was, it is. Yeah. Every, there's a, there's a board. It, it's still a pretty good, it's, I don't know. I haven't played it, but supposedly it's still a good game after the legacy's over. Cool. Yeah, and and the and the legacy after the after the legacy's over, there's a there's a standard game you could play, which is neat. Cool. And I can see it being very accessible to all families, and I see where that's going, and that's why it was a spiel de jar. Although I did ask in chat, I'm like, hey, why is it spiel de jar? And they just kind of ignored me, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> um, oh, and chat was pretty funny too because um, people were like, we should make a planet nine uh mashup with this wasn't me this was someone else but we should make a plan up nine mashup with uh my my city and they're like we could call it my universe or my solar system and we're just like honestly <laughs> the the chat was just like completely off topic that's all right <laughs> it was so yeah, no it, it, in a good way in a good way in fact i even like i even threw out there i'm like you should make planet nine legacy thank you i want a review copy <laughs> 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 and it's true they should make a planet nine legacy because it actually kind of goes really well and <laughs> they could totally do that it'd be a little harder but it'd be really cool well there's nothing wrong with a little bit of difficulty right oh and i must say i really love being that person that people make rules for because also in chat they're like okay no personal questions today <laughs> because in the other <laughs> chat the other day i was just like making funny comments and trying to like poke the psychological deep end of what was going on here. And they're just like, look, we're a corporate, we're a company. We don't want to get into that. I'm like, Oh, where's the personality here? <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. So my city is a win in your books then. My city is definitely a win. Yeah. It, it, watching the playthrough, seeing it convinced me completely. Nice. And then there was another game, uh, into deep by i think what burnt island games it's called yes and they're known yeah. for in the hall of the mountain king which i haven't nice. played but i played into deep nice this morning which was awesome yeah so all, all i know about that game is that you are an undercover cop going into i i don't know what you're going into but you're trying to complete this mission but you can become corrupt um and just get too far into what you're doing right and that's why it's called into deep right that's that's all i know about it <laughs> well that's a pretty accurate description of what's going on <laughs> uh it's a cyberpunk theme which is really nice looking i uh, to me it actually looked very similar to uh, mass effect it was like mass effect meets cyberpunk so you know it's like the futuristic i don't think there was any aliens i don't think there was but there no there's robot characters and stuff I, it's hard to remember it's really funny i was just talking about mass effect today while i was at work <sighs> it's such a great game <laughs> I love that. I love that game. Mass Effect two and three. I never actually played one because it wasn't as good as two. <laughs> yeah, I, I played. I played all of them. Yeah, yeah. But back to Into Deep. Um, the game. It's really weird. It's like. It's it's like a tile movement game. It's like it's a delivery game. Essentially, it's a delivery right. game, and you're completing missions in your hand. But each character you <laughs> you hook on to like syndicate bad guys. So you're like an undercover police officer who's kind of communicating with these undercover 
uh, characters who have abilities, and you they have something called um, reach. I think that's reach. Yeah, we'll just say reach. <laughs> I could be wrong, but you 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 gain more reach. They gain more abilities. The more abilities they gain, the more like the easier it is to move them around the board and so forth. So cool. you know, and every character has a different method of doing things. Like one can move other characters, another one can jump across the board, and then the board has effects too. And then there's the game is very complex. It is not an easy game to learn, which I can see that if people don't know much about it, they'd be scared of it. But from playing it and then learning about it, it, it took us a little bit to get into the rules at first. But once I got into it, I'm like, I really like this game, and I'm like, I need to play. I need to play more. That's what really came off to me. I'm like, I need to play more of this game. I need to see That's what's like, going on. And it was cool because it was, it, it's you're a team. You know, it's one of those like you're it's a team game in quotes, but at the same time you're against each other. It, but it's more that you're against each other than a team game. Okay. So as a group, you're... I mean, I mean, like if you're playing a demo and it makes you want to play more, then they've done their job. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, this isn't even the final art, and I'm like, this looks like the final art to me because it looks, it looked amazing to me. Maybe other people's reception of it wasn't as great, but I really liked it. Nice. Yeah, and that's coming to Kickstarter. It's actually relaunching its Kickstarter September fifteenth. Yeah, September fifteenth. Yeah. Twenty twenty. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm. Sad it didn't get completed, but you know now I get a chance to back it again. So cool. There you go. Awesome. So I know you spent two days heavy demoing on uh, online. Um, I'm gonna sneak in a question that I didn't prepare you for. Uh, oh, you know why'd you do? I don't like that. I know you don't, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so you played you played heavy demo. I re- I read online today on one of the uh, the board game um, uh, groups on Facebook that someone was having a lot of difficulty with games run on Tabletopia. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I'm wondering if you had any difficulty demoing any games on any of the platforms. Fight <laughs> difficulty demoing the games on all platforms. Actually, this morning. <laughs> When I was uh, when I was playing Into Deep, it, it was actually really really funny. So I'm like trying to learn the rules, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, yeah, Josh. Josh is also the creator, one of the makers of the game. I don't think I think he's a game designer. Anyways, I'm like, Josh, I have all these questions. I'm like, can I pick up this item as a free move? Move here, do this, and in my mind, I was gonna complete two missions, get all these cards. Well, at the very end, he's like, he's explaining the rule. He's like, well, Matt, this is what. And then I'm like, and all the power flickers because of the thunderstorm that was happening. <laughs> this, this is no lie. This is no lie. If you know, you could you could ask Josh about this about this actually happening. It, it happened. And I'm like, I spent five minutes. I get back in, and I'm like, I'm really sorry about that. They're like, Oh no, no problem, Matt. You know, we're explaining the rule to you, and this and that. And I'm like, okay, so can I pick up the item and then move and then do this and then drop the item and then do that? They're like, oh, no, Matt, I think you missed something. Picking up the item is an action. You only have two actions. You can't do that. And then they all start laughing because they're like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) you made us. (laughs) We're all waiting here for you to come back. And when we come back, we're like, like, it's just like a complete letdown. (laughs) Like, I'm about to do all these things, but then I don't do anything. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's funny. Yeah. Good time though. But 
so other than like technical issues like that, or like even last night, you know, I had to take my dog into the vet. And I'm like, uh, like in the middle of it, I'm like, I just have to leave. <laughs> I'm just like, boom, right? That doesn't normally happen in a game, right? Right. Um, and then like, so so Tabletopia had a lot of glitches, and I noticed this a lot. So if someone was to move a card, sometimes it would get stuck, and no one else can see okay. the card, but one person could. Or two people could, and the people who could see the card have to like go and move the card again to get it to go to get it to get unstuck. Weird. So I actually like saw that one time, and then I like went and fixed it for other people. They just didn't know I was doing it. Okay. Yeah, and then another thing was like we'd log into Tabletopia, and then players would be would be missing, and then all you had to do was re-log in. It was just strange. So so yeah. experience wise, I really liked Tabletop Simulator over Tabletopia. Yeah, I think that was the general consensus of what was going on. Yeah. Oh, completely. Cool. So I completely agree with that. I had no problems with uh, Tabletop Simulator. In fact, Tabletop Simulator made everything a lot easier because it's not really – it's like more like a open-ended platform as opposed to Tabletop Simulator where you have to develop for it. So. Tabletopia, you mean? Oh, sorry, yes. Tabletopia you have to yeah. develop in their web browser or whatever. Nice. All right, did you do anything else other than demo games the last two days? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, for, so I on Sunday, no, but Saturday, yes. So Saturday we had the Annapurna Tournament for charity, and I attended a Steve Jackson Games 40 Years in the Industry panel. Nice. So, uh, oh, yeah, the Annapurna Tournament. How'd you do? Well, let's talk about the tournament for a little bit okay so first of all okay. i messed up pretty normal of me i was saying tickets are two dollars tickets were four dollars oh do you have to make up the, that difference for people who paid the wanted to pay the two why'd you have to bring that up <laughs> <laughs> no i don't have to do it it's for a good cause That's the whole ticket idea. price went to uh black lives matter and then nice. i was playing for uh black lives matter toronto chapter and the oh. the winner would get Two hundred and fifty dollars for themselves, and two hundred and fifty dollars for Black Lives for their charity, which which in our case is Black Lives Matters, Black Lives Matter Toronto chapter. But I would have given everything to it, and that's an American, so that's a lot more money than in Canadian. Okay, so did uh, you end up giving any of that money to charity or what? Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, <laughs> how it all went down. So. It was really cool. Like I, I dressed up for it. I, it was on. It was. I had to get my camera ready. I had, a, I had a Friday Night Games shirt. I was looking for a toque. If you're not Canadian, that or if, if you're not Canadian, it's called a winter hat. But in Canada, it's called a toque. It's French for winter hat. Yeah. Um, I had like these Canadian gloves with the flags on them. And then uh -huh. I was against uh, Joe from Down the Vent. Uh, Nicholas from Good Luck Hive Have Fun Gaming, and uh, Josh from Molten Meeple. Okay. And then Becca, the person who made the game Annapurna, uh, ran the tournament, and she was in the stream with us too. Nice. So, uh, so what's the game about? Like, how do you uh, how do you play? What's the what's it's the a, it's actually a really laid back. Someone describes a laid back card game, but it can be very cutthroat. Uh, you make you make a a mountain of your cards, which is like five, four, three, two, one, and then the idea is you're starting at the bottom and climbing your way to the top. As you climb, you flip cards over, 
and they give you different actions to do on your mountain or to other people. And you have a couple actions. You can move up the mountain, you can move sideways, but you can't move back down. And the whole idea is you're trying to balance uh, yin and yang. So the symbols on the cards have to, so you have to like wipe out your cards or clear them by making sure you have like three yin symbols match th three uh, yang symbols. And they can be spread out between multiple cards, but once you match them, you flip them and put them in your cache. Once, okay. once you get to the top, you can then use your cards to mess over other players. So you can toss cards other people, you can mess with other people's mountains, or you can balance out your own mountain. The winner is the person who has the most balanced mountain. Okay. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So where's my 250 bucks, man? So um, in our game... Uh, it was really fun. We had a lot of, we had a really good time deflect, and, deflect. uh, you know, we had a lot of jokes <laughs> flying around all the time. And yeah, I, I, I just played the Canadian guy saying sorry a lot. Okay. And a boot? And a, not a boot. I didn't like completely Canadian. <laughs> you know, I'm Canadian, but I'm, we're more, you know, we're in Detroit here. <laughs> yeah, we're very American. Be afraid of us. But that was a tournament fun though. You guys had a good time. We did, yeah, we did. Yeah, nice. So who ended up winning uh, your your game? <laughs> Can't tell if you're frozen. Or you're <laughs> no, no, I'm not frozen. No. Oh, uh, why do you gotta bring this up, man? I we came in last. We came in last. What'd you do? What'd you do? I know you've you've been practicing this game for like months. <laughs> well. I don't know. I, I just, you know, being on prime time, I froze. So, and I, and I wasn't doing very well. I, I messed up one thing, and and that messed me up. But then, but then I made friends with Joe from down the vent, and we and I actually boosted him up to win, because there's I'm like there's nice. no way I'm gonna win. So I, I piggybacked off him, got him to the next round. But uh, yeah, right. we didn't we didn't. Sorry, John, we didn't win. Plus, that's not your two hundred fifty bucks. That's going to I put bring in all the charity, man. Come on. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> do you know who ended up winning uh, winning the event? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably something I should have known. Let me let me just double check. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey Matt, what's the basic thing you should know about a tournament? The winner. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, it was. Where's the winner? I was trying to look it up to you, but my phone died. I guess I'm on a computer, so I can probably look that up myself. Yeah. Oh, there you go. George from Thirsty Dice. <laughs> okay. And his uh, charity was Girl Start, so that's really nice. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Wow, that took us a long time to look up. <laughs> what is the internet? <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, yeah, no, that? I had a great time and I'm glad we were invited to do that. So it was really good. Also a very good video experience since we mostly do voice. We don't do video. So that's true. That's true. All right. So I think the last thing we, we should talk about is, uh, the Steve Jackson 40 years of gaming panel. That's a long time to be in the gaming industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a legend. He's uh, in like the Gen Con Hall of Fame. Uh, so Steve Jackson 
is the owner and still the owner and still runs Steve Jackson Games, which is really cool. And if you don't know about Steve Jackson Games, uh, they make Munchkin, GURPS, uh, Zombie Dice are the main things you might have heard of. They make actually a lot of other stuff too. I just don't know, don't remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. So, and I will say this, I will say this. And this is a really nice thing to end on too, because this is the last topic of this show. Um, it was the best event of the show by a very, very, very large margin. It was the best panel. It was the what, sorry? It was the best event. Like it was the best thing I did all Gen Con oh, nice. 2020. Like it was the best. And the craziest thing was I didn't expect it to be the best. Right? I didn't expect it to be this good. And nothing held my attention as much as this panel did. Like games, anything. And it was so like eye-opening because Steven or Steve or St- Uncle Steve will call him. He was just like, he was so open in all his knowledge about not just the games, but the business, everything, even things he went through conventions like he was just like it was just amazing like i could not you know i just could not believe he was telling us all this stuff it it was just really like it was really different um and and even the way i got into it was was hilarious john it was hilarious i like i i go to gen con online and they give you this little message so i read the messages like log on to this server and most of the other messages are like, you know, here's your server, here's your link, here's your Zoom, here's your YouTube, and it's all in the same thing. I'm like, okay, so go to the server. First of all, the server is not even named like Steve Jackson Games. It's like Ford One NC. I don't know. It was like a weird name, and I'm like, okay, this is weird. I join the server, and then right away, I don't have any any info. I have nothing. I'm just sitting there, and there's like <laughs> there's like a screen, and it's like, hey, you need to type these commands, and I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, okay, type, type, type. It's kind of like you agree to their user terms and, and everything. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should have read that because now I'm unsure about whether I should share anything I, I find out from this <laughs> panel. <laughs> but I'm like, whatever, I'll sign my life away. Boom, I'm owned by Steve Jackson Games, right? So then another yeah. screen pops up, all their channels pop up, and you're still not allowed in any channel. Okay. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I have to, so I read through this this text again this new set of texts and it's like, Hey, you need to choose your favorite games or something. I'm like, okay, well the game that I love the most is Munchkin. You know, it's one of the original games I played from their company. So I I choose Munchkin. Boom. Something else pops up. It's like, now you have to type these other commands (laughs) to get to this other channel. And I'm like, so I finally do that. I like, I get to the channel. There's maybe like 25 other people and the, the chat's open. Now we can talk in it. And all I hear is just like this. Boom. Boom. There's only one mic on and it's Steve Jackson. And all you hear is this like boom. Boom. Things being like like shuffling. Like <laughs> like things moving for like for like five minutes, six minutes. I'm just like, what is going on here? Like comments in the chat are like, is he fighting something? Like is he attacking clutter? What is he doing? And like to me, I'm like, I, I kinda realize a little bit later, I'm like, you know, he's the age as he's like the same age as my dad, maybe a little younger. And um, he just remind like he reminds me of my dad. Like he's just like he clearly like went into a room to do this voice panel. Like it was just a voice panel. There's no video. There's just voice. Yeah. Um, him and uh, Steve Jackson and Phil Reed were the two panelists, and he just goes into this room, and 
it feels like my dad he's probably just like oh all these like, like you know how my brother has like books piled high like six feet high it'd yeah. be like my dad going into that room and be like oh you know i got i got a podcast from her but this is dirty and my dad would just start cleaning all the books and putting them away that's like what it sounded like <laughs> that's okay it was just hilarious i was just i just thought it was like whole, like it was it, it was just like this is this is gonna be interesting. I wonder what he's gonna like talk about, right? And and let's just say that you know I think a lot of companies could learn from him. You know he, he how so? Well, okay, he's just so cool. So first of all, he's been around forty years. He's the only company where he's the owner. Like other companies have been around forty years, but he's the only company that's been owned by him all forty years. And and he and we're like and the question came up. We're like, well, why? <laughs> and, and you're just like like do you think a nor like what would a normal company say to that john uh i don't know just i don't know i don't even know probably nothing right probably just deflect yeah. it and like oh yeah, yeah what no he answered it <laughs> he's like we didn't no one gave <laughs> us a big enough uh check <laughs> and he's just like so straightforward with it i'm like i love this guy this guy is awesome and i'm just like i couldn't keep my attention off of it like like he didn't he didn't you know like we i went to another panel and they're just like we're not releasing any information we're not releasing any information like tight-lipped or like we're not going to say anything he's just like oh like i mean other than like ips like you i guess with ips you have contract lawyers you can't say stuff but like he's yeah. just like no i don't care release this release the dice photos and then you hear like phil like or or whoever's trying to get bring up the image just scrambling and like they weren't even prepared for this this <laughs> is like you're like typing shuffling through his computer he's like okay i got it and like pops it up on the screen and i'm just like this is this is awesome like this is this is exactly what a panel should be you know like yeah. you're gonna get surprises you're gonna get surprises that they don't even know about you know like that it's just amazing and and he and he tells it like it is he's just not hiding anything he's not lying about anything he's not trying to get you hyped up he's just telling you what it is He's like, this is what it is, and you're just gonna listen. And it, and it, it honestly got my attention. I could not stop focusing, right? And he had a deep knowledge in the industry, and he wanted to share it with us, right? Like, that's good, man. Like, it's good when people, and that's what I like about the board game community. Like, people are always wanting to help other people, and you know, and it comes from like industry professionals. It comes from board game reviewers it comes from game developers and it comes from people who just go to conventions like everyone's just it really is a big community well, and that's what's awesome about it right well so he touched on that he actually said yeah. and i can't directly quote him because i can't remember as far back as yesterday and directly quote someone as far back as yesterday but he said that you know they're all friends if someone produces something he can call them up and be like hey you know how did you do that and then they share their information and he said, and it was actually really interesting. He's like, it's a competition, but it's not really a competition because if I learn how to do your techniques, it's going to make my stuff better, which is going to sell your stuff. And it, like, that's phenomenal. That's a phenomenal way of looking at it. And it blew yeah. me away. And then you're like, you know what? Like in other industries, these people are all in competition with each other. They don't want to share their information, but in this industry, they wanted to. And I thought that was super cool. And then someone even asked like, well, you know, are big box stores going to hurt the smaller independent people like himself or you know i don't know say renegade well renegade has bigger licenses i don't know we'll just say like 
we'll just say renegade, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, is is it going to hurt those companies? And he's like, well, no, because he said it would if those companies would give discounts to the big box stores for releasing their games, but they don't. So it doesn't actually hurt them. It actually helps them, helps promote their other games that wouldn't go into big box stores. I'm like, oh, that's super, like, just, like, information like that, right? Like, I don't know things like that. And to, and to actually, like, tell us things like that is amazing. Because those things are yeah. important, you know? Like, sh- like, we love the industry, but we also love hearing about how these things affect things, right? Like, how does that, how does a big box store affect, you know, how does a big box store affect Steve, right? And I want to know that because I want to yeah. know where this is going to go. You know, and, and those companies that are being hiding their information or not sharing, like, not that they're going to be ousted, but they're not doing what's right for the industry. Because as he said it, and I agree, it's a small industry. It's a tiny, right. tiny industry. Doesn't seem like it, but... It doesn't seem like it, but it really is. Yeah. And, and and all the information just blew me away. I just couldn't, you know, I w- it was just hard processing it. It was just like, this is amazing. And, <laughs> and the fact that it was opposite of the other, like, the other panel I had the other day that left me kind of sad, right? Like, it was the absolute opposite. It brought me back up and it really made me, like, excited. In fact, I have, like, two pages of notes. I'm not going to get into it because it's not relevant. I could get into it with you later, but I'm not going to get into this podcast. But I have two pages of notes. I didn't write two pages of notes on anything in the show. <laughs> but I wrote two pages that's of notes true. on I this. I can see the notes. Sorry? <laughs> Sorry? I said that's true. I can, it's true. I can see the notes. Yeah, I wrote, like, two pages of notes on it. And I was just, like, because I was just, like, this is all interesting things. Like, these are all interesting things. And and one of the cool things is he admit he like he can admit his faults. He's like, you know, we're too slow on things because we're trying to do it the right way and we're trying to mm-hmm. like spend a lot of time making it good. And he's like and I agree. I'm like, you know what, you're doing that, that's the right thing. He's like, you may not be the best right away, but you're still gonna get you're gonna get a really good market because what you're doing is good. And he believes in it, and I'm like, Wow, that's awesome. And I like his vision is just amazing. He hopes to be around another forty years. I hope he does. Why not? Yeah. Exactly. And you know, it, you know, I've I've I haven't played I really haven't played any of his games other than Munchkin and Zombie Dice, I think. Which are fantastic games. Yeah. But GURPS, uh then they have like a they have like a role playing line and he was even talking about like the the struggles they had with that where he originally it was actually hilarious him saying it, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, I had this team doing the PDFs, but they were not the right team to be doing the PDFs. And I'm like, Whoa, normally people would not say that. Right. But, but he was cool <laughs> about true. it. He was cool about it. Cause he's like, you know, the people doing the PDFs, he's like, we don't fire. We don't, he's, he's like, we're a small company. We don't like laying off people. We believe in putting the people in the right spots where they can succeed. So I'm assuming. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy is like, he just blew me away. Like, and, and honestly, and I, I said it too in the panel and I'll say it again. Like it was the best thing I attended at Gen Con, the best thing. And I'm sad for nice. all those people who couldn't figure out the riddle, how to get in the room, <laughs> <laughs> but it really was, it was phenomenal. So, ah, uh, nice. Well, Matt, I appreciate you spending the weekend on your computer, Gen Con 2020, Gen Con online. Um, Maybe next year we'll be able to go in person. Uh, Hopefully. (laughs) Um, You know, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. But uh, 
thanks for sharing everything you were excited about and uh maybe i will have to go buy some of those games that you demoed especially hex hex decks yeah my city and into deep the night cage hocus pocus (laughs) (laughs) the list goes on uh good atama uh just keeps going (laughs) um seven souls uh Uh, yeah, and, and then afterwards, we did go hang out with Steve Jackson. Just, like, hang out at his house or something. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll just figure out where he lives. All right, so if you like what you hear, don't forget we do release a new episode every Friday. And uh, don't forget to follow us on our social medias, uh, Friday Night Games underscore official on Instagram. And if you get hook us up on Twitter, it is Friday Night GMS. If you'd like us to uh, look at your game or preview any of your products, uh, let us know by emailing us at info at FridayNight.Games. And remember, it is Friday night. Let's have some fun, even though it's Sunday. But uh, we won't get technical here. Hey, end of Gen Con. Thanks again. Thanks again, Matt. We're tired. (laughs) Thanks, everybody.